0: This is the 60-Minute Time Limit Pro Wrestling Podcast with Tommy. Hang on to your butts. We might go the full uh, 60 minutes here. Taco. I want some fucking beer cans. I want a bong. I want some bowls. <laughs> I want this fucking a line of weed on the fucking table. I want chips on the table. And Joe.
1: Weird question. Is Jinder Mahal
0: a cruiserweight? That's right the 60 minute time limit pro wrestling podcast is back on the internet after a uh, what we just just a couple weeks off this yeah, time right yeah
1: smaller break this so time. A, sm- a smaller, smaller
0: break. break this time which is nice we're getting uh, getting a show in uh, before all out coming up in a couple of weeks here so that's a good thing uh taco is not available to uh, join us this week so he is on assignment but joe is here hello joe hello and uh we got a lot to talk about but before we get into anything we've got to have red shoes ring the bell because there is a 60 minute time limit to this podcast
1: and the bell has rung
0: so the first thing we got to talk about is completely unrelated to wrestling, uh, com- completely unrelated to, to wrestling, and that's this little thing I saw on Twitter between <laughs> you, you and uh, and Taco. You're having a a beard, growing contest, and both of you were pretty. I don't know, if famous is the word, but you were, yeah, you, you both had pretty epic beards going on there for a yes. while. So, kind of explain what's the, what this is all about.
1: I'll be honest with you. I think the only reason we're doing it is because we can.
0: <laughs> I mean, Taco's been, like,
1: short beard for a while. I decided to burn a good portion of mine off okay. uh, earlier this summer. couple so, of beard boys. So I took it down, and then we've been talking about it, and we're just like, you know, Keanu Reeves had to shave for Bill & Ted 3. Really bit angered a lot of ladies. So uh, in solace of uh, Keanu Reeves' beard, we uh, we shaved one year to the day to the release date of Bill & Ted 3.
0: So because Bill & Ted Three's coming out in one year, you decided on the year uh, out uh, from it. You you both sh- went completely clean shaven. You put, oh my god! I saw the pictures on Twitter. I could not believe uh, the the way both of you looked, just being used to the way you guys <laughs> usually look. And the, my coworker straight up <laughs> shrieked when he looked up <laughs> at me. Well, you know who you, you, you know what you guys look like. You guys look like a, a couple of uh, wild stallions, <laughs> greatest band of <in> the world. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, yeah, I was shocked. And then that picture that you posted today of the, the <laughs> comparison picture. What the hell was that thing? Anyway? That is
1: the Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I I I very closely resemble the <gasps> the Goomba from Super Mario Brothers.
0: It's very close. <laughs> right on. <that's>, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> now, uh, so okay, yeah. let's talk a little Bill and Ted here first of first uh, first off here. I I I've only seen the first Bill and Ted. Really? Yes. Here's the here's a weird thing. So you right? have no concept of death. Well, I've seen clips. I've seen bits of the second one. I actually think I own the movie. I'm <laughs> going to need you to watch it. Well, right, just like we when we when we started this podcast, it was a it was a a reminiscing back to uh to uh, ro- to RoboCop. Just we'd, a classic. Stay out of trouble. We not we we'd all seen RoboCop, but we were we were on this uh, RoboCop kick. And we wanted to rewatch RoboCop And talk about it anyway I'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> So I definitely uh, 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 Bill and Ted was one of my favorites Growing up I had uh, I had a tape of it That I recorded off of like regular TV Nice And you remember you ever do this uh, When it's on regular TV They go to commercial break so you hit pause yep. And then when it comes back you unpause Well there was a, a scene at, at, at the, at, uh, I think it's towards the beginning Of the movie where I forgot to to unpause and so like i miss like a couple of minutes of a scene so now when i see the movie it's always like oh here's that scene that i never got to see (laughs) as a kid so 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 that's always fun so so now you are an advocate of the the better bill and ted in your opinion i I enjoy bogus
1: journey the story is just awesome like i love what the original did it was great but like they took it just a step farther and again no there's no death in the first one like that's a big part william sadler is death is a big part of bill and ted so like when you watch it it it's just hard to explain but like it's amazing they melvin death which is a (laughs) which is an opposite wedgie
0: (laughs) Excellent,
1: but yeah, but basically, like, (laughs) you know, spoiler alert, Tommy. You know, for this movie, I have not watched this movie. (laughs) But the the one of my favorite parts of the movie is the fact that they were they're killed in the movie. Okay, yeah. To get back to Earth, I'm pretty
0: sure that was in the original like trailer for the movie. They die in the trailer. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) but they have they have to they have to
1: challenge death to be able to get back to Earth. Okay. And they keep challenging them to board games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps winning. No, they keep winning. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> because okay. It's but then death. they keep they keep dying. Yeah.
1: Well b- <laughs> but- <laughs> You're just gonna have to watch the movie, to, okay. to, but like okay. the appreciation for Keanu Reeves. I've loved Bill and Ted since I was a kid. I used to watch it on TV when it was cut, like you know, a good chunk of it is cut out because of TV, sure, just sure. because of language, and that's it. But <gasps> but I'm so excited for this third movie. I've been literally looking up Bill and Ted three on Google for like ten years. What do
0: we What do we know about Bill and Ted three? Not a whole lot. Nothing. Basically, other than that, Keanu just, had to shave.
1: Uh, yeah, Keanu <laughs> had to shave. Um, I mean, it's getting them back into the spotlight. It's it's a it's a passion project for the people who wrote it and directed it. They're sure. they're
0: all on board, and it's kind of a big coup that they were able to get Keanu because he's the only one that's a star anymore. <laughs>
1: exactly, but Alex <laughs>
0: Winter, he's his own thing. He's doing a lot of
1: documentary stuff now. Oh, Okay, okay. so like he's built up his cred. But I'm just oh god, I'm excited. <laughs> and I've heard that they also got Kelly Carlin involved, uh, George Carlin's uh, oh, daughter. Interesting, so interesting. They, there's no guarantee she plays like a part of
0: rufus or anything but she'll be in there right on right on right on awesome well that's cool that's cool all right let's uh let's shift into more wrestling uh related stuff because that's kind of what this show is about Excellent. uh <laughs> we're gonna lean on those this whole show and possibly into the future i, I don't know where do you want to start there's a obviously we can go a hundred different directions we haven't talked since the end of the g1 let's kind of start with that like Cause I, I mean the
1: Jericho cruise is coming up like two months see, from now. See,
0: now you're doing tacos joke. I still haven't updated <laughs> the whiteboard, and I thought about fucking doing something with it today, but in honor of Taco not being here, I figured I'd leave it. For, well, at then least I'm, until, glad I, I'm glad I got the joke in. At least, at least the, uh, at least uh, but, one uh, more, at least uh, one more time with the. I with, mean,
1: let's just uh, let's just tear into. NXT or something like that. Well, sure. I mean, just because we just watched it, it's fresh.
0: Sure. Well, and I kind of I kind of even want to go back to the end of G1 weekend where it was it was the end of G1, NXT Takeover, and SummerSlam all in one weekend. Oh man, I did not watch SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. This. Excellent! Uh, um <laughs> But hey, we, we all know what it happened. It's, it was SummerSlam, but uh, yeah, uh, it know. didn't look that great. No, dude, dude. I mean, it's not it's not a mystery. There's more and more people that aren't as interested in WWE main roster product. That's where we're at on this show. I'm kind of sad that Taco isn't here because I know he's still kind of into it, and so he would kind of be you know fill that void that you know because you and I aren't really we're following it, but we're not like paying well, again, attention and watching it. It you was know? in
1: Minneapolis last week, and I'm like, I'm gonna turn it on. I'm gonna you know. It's in Minneapolis for fun. I'm gonna turn on Raw and just see what happens. And I'm getting through. I got to at least see the Jerry Lawler fiend thing, which was kind of fun. But then the ma- first <gasps> first match I watch, fucking commercial break right in the middle of the match. I was told no more commercial breaks. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was kind of strange because I I had heard that they had gone away from having wrestling during commercial breaks, but the way they did it without reformatting the show entirely. Made for this really wonky stuff and and more crazy finishes and more extra convoluted like two out of three falls and it's a reset and restart with the match with a holla holla tag team match or whatever and so they didn't quite they didn't quite get it right they made it so bad that you wanted to go back to see commercial breaks during matches a little bit because that's what you were used to and so it, it's kind of funny be careful what you wish for I guess but again just reformat the show, do it different. Don't have so much talking. Anyway, I don't want to get into talking shit about main roster no, WWE. No, we
1: don't need to go down that. That's but, like talking about Jim Cornette. We just don't need to do it. <laughs> yes, correct. <gasps> yes.
0: But uh, what I did want to, what I was kind of getting into there uh, with that weekend was so much going on and, and me being just all in on the G1, I'm... And there's honestly, there's there's stuff from that weekend G1-wise that I haven't seen yet that I I've, that I've I just haven't had a chance to, well, let me ask to you dial this. into yet.
1: Let me ask you this. What would you say? I mean, you know, obviously finals are going to put out a little bit better of a product, but what would be your match of the – if you had to throw a match at somebody from the tournament, what match are you throwing at somebody? I think
0: my favorite match from the entire tournament was probably Okada versus Will Ospreay. Okay. Uh, and Will Ospreay, again – Having this phenomenal year, it, to me, he's got to be wrestler of the year. It, going all the way back to last fall, uh, he's just been having a, a really great run, just really great matches, and he's been in everything: the New Japan Cup, the Best of Super Juniors, the G One. He's going to be in this damn Super J Cup that started today, oh, so shit. or starting tonight. But they're not. Don't worry, they're not airing them until uh, uh, next month. All so. right, I'll put
1: together an actual bracket for that one.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's going on right now, but yeah, he's, he's in everything and yeah, he had a great tournament, had that, he had a, uh, like, like I said, my favorite match was him and Okada, uh, had a really great match with, uh, Tanahashi, um, of course, pretty much everything, Ishii was awesome. Every year they talk about, you know, who's the MVP of the tournament and Ishii is always a name that gets brought up. Uh, just, yeah, a great tournament. With him it was cool seeing Moxley in the new Japan setting all of his matches were really interesting it was so cool because the beginning beginning of the tournament he goes on this he goes on this awesome uh, uh, like four matches uh, win streak or something three or four matches in a row he wins then he then he encounters Jano. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: did see this match.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and fucking Yano ties him to the young boy that he that he was bringing around with with him the whole tournament. show to Umino, and uh,
1: yeah, but what I like about that match is that Moxley got the first shot, in he was wrapping Yano up right, against the right. rail first. He played so Yano. He, he,
0: he played Yano's game and lost and exactly.
1: So <laughs> and when you play Yano's game, God, <laughs> just the fact that like both of them took the pads off and started trying to wag each other. <laughs> right. What kind of
0: damage is that really going to do <laughs> exactly exactly it's always a farce but I liked Yano in the tournament this year. A lot of people want to complain about the Yano matches, and I just really enjoyed it. All of his matches were short. They're always exciting because you never know when they're going to end. They could end in thirty seconds. They could end in seven minutes, and uh, it's just it's just great. And then just when you think you've seen every Yano match, he gets in there with Tomohiro Ishii, and Ishii basically demands that he have an actual wrestling match, and so they go for ten minutes hitting each other hard as hell. And so it was That's just fun. Yeah, it was didn't just, they used to be tag partners for a little while? Uh, well, they're in the same faction. They're both in chaos, oh, yeah. so so that's a, a part of it too. So, but yeah, it just I love the G one. It was so hard to keep up with I, another match that from like the uh, one of the block finals that I need to see that I haven't seen yet. I can't believe I I'm, I actually have. N- there's like two or three block matches, but it was like the last night of like the the a or b block i can't remember which was which now but like there's an ishii and tai chi match that i guess is really fucking good interesting and uh and uh so i haven't seen that and i haven't seen uh shingo and goto on the final night of the of block play had a really good match too and so but i think those are the only two matches i haven't seen from the whole tournament other than the undercard tags i haven't seen yeah. most of that stuff uh, either but just an awesome tournament. Spoiler alert: Kota Ibushi won the damn thing. It's been two weeks. You should have been. You should have. Yeah, heard. he should have got it. By I can't now. believe I was telling you about this earlier today uh, when we were watching NXT just now, but you had hadn't been spoiled on that. No, yet, which was I really amazing.
1: i I just cruise past that stuff. I don't think about it. The only thing I saw was I, uh, an Access TV promo just saying, "Check out you know Jay White and Kota Ibushi's final." finals match this i think on saturday so i'll probably be doing that
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's one of the cool things is if you haven't been on new japan world you can just watch once a week on access and kind of stay caught up well and i'm I'm
1: thinking i mean with the huge jump i think from the last couple years to this year where new japan is at i mean they've got to be not live but i mean like next day by ne- by next year I think by the next tournament they'll have ne- every day next day well it's going to some kind of channel it,
0: I think they just want to they like access just wants to run it once a week and they do usually like 3 4 shows a week during the G1 sometimes it's only one or two but depends on how kind of how things uh align up usually there's one or two shows over the weekend and so that was just kind of how how they ended up doing it but yeah I I kind of I I have not watched much actually any of the of the access tv g1 stuff i've just done all of my stuff on uh, new japan world so i'm kind of curious to see how they presented that well from what i i mean from what i really saw on the
1: opening night i don't know if it's just for opening night but i saw everything undercard Tag matches yeah, and yeah. then all of the block matches. So, right. I mean, even if they're only doing, you know, once a week, I'm still getting a full show yeah, from yeah. New Japan. And that's one thing I really like rather than trying to like piece together. You know, three different shows. They just give you probably what one they think is the best, or, or you know, got the you know best matches. The, out of the
0: them. way I, I kind of understood it going into it, they were going to show whatever that Saturday's show was, and just show the block matches because each each show was about three hours long, and then the access show was going to be a two hour show, and that kind of works out because it was usually right around right right about after the, the 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 hour mark, right? You know, 105, 108, somewhere in there. Would be when the block matches would start. So it was kind of nice because you could you you kind of knew where to fast forward to uh, if you wanted to skip the undercards and like okay now we're getting into the good stuff. Yep. So that was that was kind of cool or kind of nice that it was it was predictable in in that way. Well, again,
1: so. we'll get into it later, but I'm thinking with the NXT moving to USA Network, I mean, uh, I'm not even watching the pay per views anymore. You know, like takeovers, you know, four times a year, and that would suck to lose. The takeover matches, but it's just not worth it to me. I feel like going to New Japan is going to be so much better, and I feel like my money is going to be put to better use.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, and the, like the ten bucks for me for the for for uh, WWE Network isn't really a big deal. Uh, but at the same time, like other than other than when you came over today to watch NXT, uh, I hadn't watched WWE Network in like three or four weeks because three or four weeks ago i was watching uh, the i was i was preoccupied completely with the g1 so i uh, i hadn't updated my wwe network app <laughs> until today and so uh i had to do that before before you got here and then uh, uh, uh wh- wh- what was i gonna say i was gonna go into the g1 well just yeah just, just like is it Worth it to keep, yes and no.
1: I don't know, but it's not a high price mark, but like it's still it's like, well that's ten bucks I can do something else. If I
0: if I'm not using it and I had I didn't watch any SummerSlam, I didn't watch whatever the pay per view was before that I I I didn't watch the last three weeks of NXT not because I didn't want to it's just I didn't have time because I was watching all all the G. It's worth stuff. it to
1: catch up. I love my NXT. I do.
0: And we watched uh, we watched this week's uh, right before we recorded, and I enjoy NXT. It's, it's 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 a good, well done show. Nice surprise finish this week with uh, Killian Dane getting a big victory. So that was kind of cool. And 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 uh, we got to, you know it it is what it is. Um, I do want to go back and watch a couple matches from TakeOver just because I missed it. um, I, And it's, you know, the good stuff. You know, I've heard good things about the, the Candice LeRae match versus Io Shirai. Shirai. Of course, the main event I hear was pretty damn epic with the three uh, kind of separate gimmick matches and the two out of three falls thing. Yeah, it... it
1: oh God, that was a good match. Like, they gave... It, from what it sounds like, it was Gargano's farewell, but now I'm just like... Well, if they're moving NXT, why move Gargano? Keep him there, you know. May not, maybe not feud with Adam Cole right away, you know, because we've just been doing this for a few months. But yeah. I mean, we're talking—he's a contender. We've got Tommaso, who's just around the corner from what it sounds like. Sounds like he could be ring ready by next month, but they'll probably wait just a little bit, you know. Yeah, obviously. It,
0: I'm trying to remember exactly when he went out with the injury, and I'm not. I want to say it was around SummerSlam last year because they had to change. the. That's right, because it was going to be the three-way or whatever, or, and it ended up just being a one-on-one or something like that because somebody got injured. And I, I think that was – or was it – I don't remember now. Because it was – do you know You know what I'm talking about? I'm terrible.
1: <laughs> don't don't even look. It, when it comes to, like, past the last month, don't, <laughs> I, I got no time or memory yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, either way, I mean, it's got yeah. to have been a close to a year, and I think his timetable was like nine, ten months from what it sounded like, or close to a year. So yeah, yeah. What but was, I mean, do you
0: remember what the injury was? Was it? it oh, he, was, his neck. He, neck. He, that's He had, right. to, he had that's to get right. like
1: yep. uh, surgery. It sounds like it's uh, kind of edge-like, unfortunately, Ooh, in nice. the sense that like he's going to be wrestling on borrowed time, probably. But that also might mean we we're, we're going to get the best of Tommaso. What you looking at?
0: Just making sure it's this is it's going. It's just not uh, showing. Updating. Me. I'm just trying to see how how long we're into this thing.
1: Well, we just hit.
0: I just heard the second bell. So what is that? Twenty minutes. I don't even think. Oh well, again, it tells me up here. Yeah, we're like twenty minutes in. So almost twenty minutes. So, um, so yeah. Uh, well, let's talk kind of current events NXT. Not necessarily what's going on on the TV show, but of course. The big news that dropped this week: NXT moving to USA in a couple of weeks. Here, well, it's in uh, September, September 18th. I April. believe. Yep, that's right. Uh, two hours live USA Network. Mm-hmm. Going to be from full sale. Uh, starting out, uh, starting uh, to start off with smart move because uh,
1: that's part of the thing with NXT. While I love NXT takeovers, because if they can fill an arena, absolutely do it. But that full-sale crowd and just that atmosphere of just, like, darkness, like, there's something about that little room that I really like. Even though it's got that, like, WWE production value technically, it's just simple. And just keep it simple right away. Get the stories across to these people who are seeing these wrestlers for the first time.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with that, but at the same time, I think it it runs the risk of looking minor league. It's like, if you're trying to compete with AEW, which is exactly what they're trying to do, trying to take viewership away from them, um, it's going to look minor league compared to AEW, who's running in some big, uh, obviously a, a huge arena, a big basketball arena for their first night, and then some smaller college arenas, but there's still, you know, eight to 10,000 people in those arenas, a lot bigger than the 400 or whatever uh, you, you, that you get into, into full sale. But I do agree, I like that atmosphere because it is it's it's an exciting atmosphere everybody's into the into the the product it seems like so um well and the the thing that's gonna separate it though from those minor leagues as stupid as it
1: sounds it's the ring I'm sorry they have a full-size WWE ring in there that's what makes things look minor league to me is when it is a smaller ring it's not mm -hmm. that it's bad it's just you know obviously they're not gonna have as much room to maneuver not as much you know room to play with and everything like that I think that WWE ring will keep people you know looking at the product that way I'm hoping.
0: Yeah, and I'm gl- I'm glad you bring, bring that up cuz I like that AEW also has a has a bigger ring, not the typical 18 foot to get the full 20 foot ring. Uh, they do have some nice a nice production set, but it's it looks like they're going to be kind of bringing around the same set with the tunnels to all the different shows. At least at least that's what they've been doing oh, so yeah, far.
1: Again, let them build up, let right. them build some no, equity. Exactly.
0: You know, exactly. don't don't
1: be expecting you know these giant extravagant shows like they're all like they're trying to do. That that was special. That's for those big shows, and now it's like might as well utilize it.
0: Okay, so all that being said, kind of here's where I'm at on all this. AEW, WWE stuff. This, you know, butting heads with fans on Twitter, or whatever. And look, I, everybody knows where I'm at. I'm frustrated with the with the main roster product. It's all Vincent Kennedy McMahon related, basically. And we could list a hundred thousand different reasons why yes! <laughs> that, that a lot of us are frustrated with uh, uh, main roster WWE. We as fans, are, I shouldn't even speak for we as fans. I'll speak for myself. What I'm looking for is a major league alternative that's big time. I'm looking for something that's big time, that's on TV, and I'm hoping that AEW brings it. The, the and the other thing that I'm uh that I like about AEW is a limited amount of content. Two hours a week, if I want more, there's going to be a little things popping up on YouTube here yeah. and there. But I don't have to watch three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. And now they're talking about adding possibly a third hour to SmackDown no. with this move to Fox whether it's no. whether it's a third hour on FS1 I was
1: so excited for that third
0: hour on Monday night raw
1: and I was so
0: wrong <laughs> Yeah that was uh that was not a good thing that had the third hour oh, yes. But, but, but I I've, I've I've heard I've heard talk about a third hour maybe Adding uh, the, the, the 205 Live guys to to SmackDown or whatever. See, and if they did you
1: d- do that and utilize that actual hour for 205 Live, I could see that because then again, that's going to get people to tune into that one hour because they love 205 Live and don't want to watch SmackDown. And then it's going to get new eyes on 205 Live because so- from what it sounds like, 205 is gonna get cut otherwise yeah
0: it's it sounds like it's and that's disappointing because even
1: though i haven't kept up with that one as much uh, the few matches i've been watching and drew Gulak as champion oh it has been awesome. They've had some great <laughs> matches and then you throw in Orny Orny Larkin versus Drew Gulak and oh god, it's just mean motherfuckers, man.
0: See, let's let's put those guys on a bigger platform. Let put the Cruiserweights on a main roster show. Nobody's watching 205 live. It doesn't feel like a big deal. And we always hear about these great matches but getting back to what my my first point was there's too much content there's way too much now we got 2 hours an extra hour of NXT on Wednesdays now mm-hmm. it's for me again i feel like i'm not alone here <laughs> but Hear it's that. just it's just too much. I've already fallen in love with New Japan, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of American wrestling fans I feel like that just want an easy alternative. You don't have to go to a website. You don't have to do this. You don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to input your credit card. You don't have to go on your computer. You can just go to your cable TV, TNT, it's right there, DVR, whatever, watch it live, whatever you want to do, but it's right there, it's only two hours, it's once a week, in and out, done, Major League, big time, in an arena, this looks awesome, oh, and oh, by the way, they're presenting storylines that make sense, and good wrestling, and... As far as they say. Right, right, right. This but, is... but just
1: judging based off of their YouTube videos and the few shows, yeah. they're following up. That's the one thing with WWE is I love when a, their stories are going and going
0: and then literally
1: gone. No, yeah, just nothing
0: payoffs to storylines is something I've been waiting for in WWE for many, many, many years, and she finally got fed up with it. You know? Well, and they <laughs>
1: haven't even done their first TV show and I know storylines in AEW better than WWE and they haven't had a weekly television show yet.
0: Right, and I want to go over the uh, the card for All Out here in a little bit but we will talk about the stories going into it, and like, it's, like, it's, like you just said, there hasn't been weekly TV. They're doing all this on YouTube basically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, once this thing actually gets to TV and the more casual audience starts watching it and learning these guys and finding out who the stars are and, and AEW starts building stars, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so so there's that. What did you think about Orange Cassidy getting signed? There's been a little bit of controversy on the on the old internet with with him getting signed I'm to AEW. I'm sick
1: of the controversy <laughs> of all this bullshit. He's fun, He's fun to watch. He's entertaining. Is he gonna be their world champion? No, most likely not. <laughs> Is he gonna put on some entertaining shows, entertaining matches against the likes? Of, come on, you don't want to see Orange Cassidy versus Luchasaurus. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a great match right there. Or I'm Jungle just, Boy or a, a
0: Marco stunt.
1: <laughs> any of that? But like, I'm just I'm sick of the this whole battle of WWE and AEW. Let alone. Everyone's just like trying to crap on each other. Absolutely right. It's like can't we wait for the show to start? <laughs> I wanna I want the weekly show. Let's let's give it a chance before right. everybody's just like right. no blah 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 or I'm WWE.
0: Who cares? Here's the thing. I understand and I get the Orange Cassidy critics. I've I s- do. I've seen Orange Cassidy. I know what the I know what the gimmick is. I know exactly what it's going to be every time he comes out. So, but it's a matter of how you use that. How do you put this guy in different situations? How? Do, it, I was just talking about Yano in New Japan. Oh my god, that's your perfect example. So that would as, be a great match. Now thinking
1: about it, well, Yano they, versus Orange Cassidy.
0: It would, but I mean, think <laughs> about just Yano in all of his different block matches and just. The ways that made those matches interesting, you know. I just talked about the Moxley one. He fucking Yano won four matches in the G1 this year. He had a chance to make it to the finals. So that's awesome. He's a it's a, he's a wild card, right? You never know when he could sneak in and get a win. I think it's the same thing with Orange Cassidy. You can use him. You can use him as a as an enhancement guy. If you just want to push a guy, you can have him beat Orange Cassidy on the lower card. Um, but if you have a guy that you're cooling off a little bit or whatever, you just you just have Orange Cassidy sneak in a win once in a while, and it's like, okay, what are we doing with this guy? Where's he going? You know, exactly. and, and he can play spoiler in tournament situations or, or whatever, so... I think it's I think it's a fun a signing, uh, uh, signing. Um, and again they don't have a ton of ridiculous comedy guys. Yeah, you got the Marco stunt or whatever and Luchasaurus, but I don't really look at Luchasaurus. I don't look at him as, as like, a comedy right.
1: act. Like he can wrestle. I mean, right. yeah, sure, he carries Jungle Boy to the ring on a regular
0: basis. <laughs> so the fuck what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to. I, and we were talking about this before the show like if it comes down to which are you watching first NXT or aew I'm such a fanboy for aew obviously I'm gonna be watching aew live and then uh, with NXT being on the network the next day of course you can DVR it on USA I think that's gonna be I think it's it's gonna vary depending on your mileage you know uh WWE fans that are used to watching wrestling on the USA network might just Go to NXT first, or maybe they're curious to see what a different product, a completely different non-WWE thing is on TNT, and check that out. Who knows? It's really going to be interesting to see what this thing looks like in a few months. I want
1: somebody, I don't care what show, if it's WWE's NXT or if it's AEW, I need someone's announcer to announce that there's a championship changing tonight on the other show. (laughs) I just need that one joke, <laughs> just that one, one simple joke of the champion. I'm just, cause again, that's when I changed.
0: Well, if, if, if NXT starts taping every other week for some reason, that certainly it is sounded a like it's going to be
1: live, which is smart, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, and in today's world with social media, anyway, you can't you, you can't tape Look at Ring of Honor. It's gonna it's gonna get out anyway, and you're not gonna have to spoil it on TV. It's gonna be out on Twitter. Everybody's gonna gonna know, especially if it's something big. So I'm
1: excited either I- way, and I'm I'm just a creature of schedule. If I have the opportunity to watch them one two back to back, and it just means watching this show over this show first, right? That's not like I'm saying that this show's better. I'm just saying this is how this plays out i want to watch both i love nxt i'm loving what aew is doing we'll i'll be watching every week
0: well and really what the what the battle is and i don't know which way it's going to go we're halfway there ladies and gentlemen halfway through the time limit um <laughs> uh, it, it, it really is though a battle of who watches live because that's what the cable tv uh uh, executives want they want people to watch live so they watch the commercials if you're if people are watching on dvr they're typically skipping the commercials because it's all about ad sales and ad revenue and that's what all of and this is the about. part
1: that sucks too because the thing is is if i'm gonna support somebody again i want to give AEW my money in yep. that sense because i want to see them succeed and be the major player that we hope they can be again they're not even like they've legitimately all come out saying that look we're not just trying to just be another wwe we want to start something different we just want to get to that level
0: i do like that the general theme of of the things coming out of aew is I mean, they do talk a little shit about WWE here and, and there. And what
1: WWE wrestlers haven't talked
0: shit about <laughs> AEW stuff. But what, I, But what I do like is the, the idea of, you know what? We're not going to try to compete with WWE. You guys do your thing. We're going to do what we do. And so that's, I love that attitude. Like, we're not going to talk shit. Let them do what they do. Cause I mean, you start throwing out spoilers on the air, then people go over there to check it out. Like, that's what a, one of my, what was going to be my point a, a few seconds ago when I was talking, when we were talking about spoilers getting out. If it looks like something really cool, people will flock to it. Like, oh my God, they're doing this thing. Let's watch that this week. So, in that way, a spoiler, I suppose, could backfire. But I think at the end of the day, people are going to be more interested in uh, watching a fresh product live. But I got all fucked up there. I was <laughs> going one direction. I headed back, and I completely forgot what we started with. Uh, I think
1: we were just talking AEW sc- scheduling and stuff, you know?
0: Uh, 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 anyway. <laughs> Damn it. I, I, I was rolling one way. I cut myself off. And, uh, I and, hate when I do that. And now I don't know where I am. <gasps> so,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: So, okay, well, uh, AEW... I mean, we've got the time. Let's roll down the card, man. Well, I want to get there yet. Yeah, I, I, there was, there was some, there was some points I was looking. I'm, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to seeing how they got more tickets going on sale on Friday. Uh, so by the time this drops, most of well, we, we should know something if they're uh, they're gonna they got show uh, uh, tickets for Pittsburgh, and then I believe it's West Virginia, the show Interesting. after that. So. Those tickets go on sale tomorrow. Well, they sold out the first two, didn't they? The first three. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep. So, because yeah, it's uh, it's D.C. or is it Baltimore? One of those two, D.C. or Baltimore. Then they do Boston, uh, and I'm not sure on the order of this. It was Boston and uh, is it Philly that or Philly. Boston and Philly. Then they're going to uh, Pittsburgh, and then I think it was what did I just say? West Virginia. West Virginia. It was either that or one of the West Carolinas. Virginia, I don't remember. Mountain Mama, I'm not going to look it up either. Take me home,
1: <laughs>
0: country road. But uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see if those ones if the tickets go just as fast on those two I'm shows. I'm sure they so. will. I but, mean, they I mean they're sticking
1: to the East Coast right now, but I mean let's let's let them test the waters. They're trying different markets.
0: They're going wherever they can, you know. Yeah, well and that that West Virginia show, ah, fuck it, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> that uh That, uh, that, uh... West Virginia show? That's what I'm calling it. Yes, the (laughs) Charleston Coliseum in West Virginia. That West Virginia show... Uh, if, uh, if, if that one sells out, that will be like the most impressive sellout to date because it's a smaller community. Uh, and so, uh, you know, but there's if, an, I feel like there's enough
1: States close by there that they'd have no problem selling it out like that. Sure.
0: But again, it, think about it though. It's a Wednesday night, middle of the work week. How far are people going to travel? And especially, you know, this many weeks into the show, you know, you've got, you're going to have a ton of people traveling in for the fir- very first show. That's why that one. Sold out so quick, but then they they continued selling out. You know, but you're on the East Coast. You're a lot of people moving around, a lot of moving parts, a lot of you know. But we'll see. I mean, there's not a lot
1: of people like me. I, I, I you're talking to the guy. I'll drive to Chicago for a show and then I'll drive back the same night. We'll I, just, I just don't have a problem with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to go to Chicago. I'm going to be going to All Out. I uh, luckily got a ticket. That was uh, by a by a miracle. Thanks to our buddy over at the Married Marks. Uh, a podcaster who
1: I love and have been answering all of my questions.
0: Nice. Nice. I, I pretty g- much
1: just turn. I pretty much just try to find really fun fights to have them fight it out. Like this week <laughs> I asked if uh, Steve, Steven is nail bat versus cactus Jack and Barbie. Okay. And then I said go. And then the one before that, which is still my favorite, is Really, Really Big Man from Mo- Rocco's Modern Life versus Powdered Toast Man and- from Randon
0: <laughs> Stimpy. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thanks to Richard Townsend of the Married Marks Podcast, he he was, he, he ended up buying an extra ticket for his buddy because, he, he, you know, I, I dumbly just tried to get tickets on my own on my phone while I was at work. Uh, this, this guy actually, uh, uh, Richard's buddy, uh, recruited Richard to help him buy a, an extra ticket, so they had an extra ticket, and so I just bought it from them. So nice, thank God for that. So, so you get to hang out with them too at the show then? Um, well, no, uh, uh, he ended up getting his buddy a better seat than his buddy got, and so <laughs> I got the worst seat. But it's actually kind of funny. And I haven't been able to find my ticket stub from last year yet. I know I got it around here somewhere, but I'm pretty sure I'm sitting in the same section that I sat for <laughs> for All In last year. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. And I what well, wanna- did you take any pictures last year? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, take a couple pictures and then put some side by side. would oh, for love sure. To see that? Absolutely. So, and I'm 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 gonna find that ticket. I I know it's around here or somewhere. I got it somewhere. So uh. that is tremendous analysis. <laughs> So let's talk about let's talk about this all out show. I'm going to Chicago. We'll talk about what I'm doing in Chicago. We got Star We'll talk at,
1: about who he's doing in Chicago. No,
0: I'm a married man. I'm not doing anybody. <laughs> Staying at the at the at the Howard Johnson, uh, which is like a half hour away from all. We'll the talk events. about what he's doing, like animals, or we'll see what happens. It's going to be all wrestling all the time. It's going to be fucking insane. Uh, I have not bought a bracelet uh, like the general admission bracelet to Starcast yet. I probably will if they're still available even though I'm probably not gonna be available to go to a ton of the shows there. There's only a, there's a, there are a few things that I want to go to uh, but at on Thursday and Friday night, I'm going into the uh, city of Chicago proper to watch the two AAW shows Very nice. at the Jim Lynam Memorial Tournament. I should look that up and and uh, go over some of the matches for that thing too. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing that Thursday night and Friday at uh, uh, at the Logan Square Auditorium. Friday night after AAW, there is a midnight podcast show. For the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Wow. I've got a ticket to that. So I'm going to be up fucking all night on Friday night. Uh, I have not bought a ticket to the Joey Janela After Party for after all out yet because i went to the after party last year for all in and i kind of felt like an old man <laughs> <laughs> so i i i, I have i'm definitely not definitely not gonna buy the vip because it's literally one big bank banquet room and they put like a one of the, like a rope down the middle and one side's vip and the other side's non-vip there really wasn't much of a difference uh, especially me Whatever, so I'm probably not even going to bother with that, so the only star cast thing that I bought for sure right now is the uh Cody and uh frankie Kazarian uh one year anniversary of the American rebel cigars meet and greet wonderful and smoke smoke a cigar thing dude i bought so many american rebel cigars i i uh i i bought well, I did the thing last year. I bought a, a box of 25, smoked all of those. I bought a box of, or a, a tube of 10 uh, earlier this year. I've only got a couple of those left, so I re-upped and bought another box of twenty-five. That's on the way right now. I'm an American rebel idiot. I'm I'm such a mark for these guys spending all this money on these stupid cigars. Nothing'll
1: beat that story you told me last year, though, of walking and seeing a guy like barely smoke one and just be like, ah, fuck this. I'm taking that.
0: Right. Yeah. There were there were like cigars with like two or three puffs on them just left in ashtrays all over the place. Yeah, they were just <clears throat> they were just there for the wrestlers, which is fine, but come on. <laughs> so That's a waste
1: of a cigar
0: it really is but i'm excited to meet cody again last year i was wearing this obnoxious t-shirt from the marty and sarah love wrestling podcast it's basically a black t-shirt with a purple blob on it (laughs) and so there i am in, in pictures with frank kazarian who's in this awesome suit same thing with cody night after all in you know he's got scars on his forehead he's wearing his sunglasses looking slicker than greased shit on a lightning rod and here i am in this dorky t-shirt so dude you gotta suit up dude i want to get my hands on like an american nightmare polo shirt or or maybe an american rebel polo shirt if there is such a thing uh i disagree suit up well i'm 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 definitely bringing the blazer Thinking about bringing the, the, the suit pants, but definitely the blazer. Uh, and we're You're gonna- talking
1: to a guy who wears a suit coat to Monster Jam. So okay. I've, Maybe- I've been to two Monster Jams in my life, and both of them I've been wearing a blazer coat.
0: Why are you wearing suits to Monster Jam? Because we can. <laughs>
1: and there's nothing better than sitting at Monster Jam in a blazer with four other dudes who are wearing blazers and having more fun than the children around them. Okay,
0: if you say so. Um all right. Taco knows. Before we run out of time here, let's go over this this all out card here and uh maybe throw some predictions out there or whatever we think Predictions, maybe
1: a little fantasy booking.
0: Possibly, possibly. I'm gonna let you do the prediction button over there. If Wait, got there's a it. prediction button? Hang on. You keep talking. See if you can find <laughs> it. There. We should uh but yeah, we'll start with the uh the buy-in. This is the free pre-show. Um, this will be on, uh, streaming free on YouTube as well as BR live, probably all over the I've got it. elite social media stuff. So on the pre-show here, according to the AEW website, we got private party versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Yeah. I've,
1: people have been <laughs>
0: going crazy
1: about this a little bit. They're saying it's going to be a good match
0: and it doesn't say anything about the tag team tournament on this one. So I don't, doesn't look like that's part of the 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 tag team tournament for the championships. Well, are Helico
1: and Jack Evans a tag team and regularly?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They were, they were, yeah. So uh, I think they were even they even teamed in uh, Lucha Underground a bit. I think.
1: Well, I'll find out eventually. (laughs) I'm exploring that all over again.
0: Going, going back into uh, old Lucha Underground. I already, started huh?
1: from the beginning. I love the fact that it started with Chavo Guerrero and Blue Demon
0: Junior. Nice, nice, nice. So I don't know who to pick in this one. Like private parties, kind of the young up and comers. They're still a little, a little green. And Helico and Jack Evans. Uh, Jack Evans is always interesting. And Helico did one spot back in Lucha Underground where he dove off of the top of Dario's office, and he's just kind of been a guy. Was ever he and Helico
1: though? He was
0: Helico. Okay,
1: I didn't know if he had a different name. Or no, not. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He was Angelico. Uh But yeah, no, he did that 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 dive in uh, in Lucha Underground, and he's just kind of been a guy ever since then. So I guess we'll see. I, I I'm gonna I'm picking Private Party in this one. you got to pick in this prediction.
1: Yeah, I'll go Helico and Jack Evans because I've heard of them.
0: Okay, now I swear to God, it they're doing the women's casino battle royale on the pre-show as well, but it's not listed here on the website. Like they're so, doing an
1: actual like women's yeah, version. Yeah. Okay. The
0: same the same battle royal concept with the with the different suits and coming out in groups of five and then being the the wild card number twenty one coming out by yourself at last. Uh, in the last spot. And they got some interesting names in there too. Uh, and I wish they had it advertised on this webpage. web page. I could go over some of the interesting names, but Well, and mm. um, that excites me. Evil East is one that, that I'm yep. really excited to see. Nice.
1: Uh, also Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. But uh I'm I'm excited because I feel like that the, that the first battle royal they did last year was shit on so hard that it's got i mean it's got to be tighter right like you've yeah. got to have things a little bit tighter and to be time. clear
0: the 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 casino battle royale from uh memorial day weekend this year because the all-in battle royal from a year ago everybody loved that one. Oh, okay <clears throat> but yeah you're right the, yeah because the the one from double or
1: nothing yeah is- double or nothing that's what it was but yeah i mean i feel like it's got to be tighter but as long as they keep that tight like I think it, it it's a fun part of the show. It's a good way to open things up, get you warmed up, get you riled up. You know, see a couple stars, maybe. You know.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. Other stuff. Uh, moving on to the possibly the main card here, and this is just kind of in a weird order here, but whatever. We got uh, Riho versus Hikaru Shida. These are two of the women from the Stardom promotion that uh, uh, in Japan, obviously, that they're they've been bringing in bringing in. Both of these women were in that six woman match. I believe going all the way back to double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I don't know a ton about either of these women yet. Uh, Riho's been uh, kind of the, in the uh, underdog role and uh, Shida has uh, come across as a little more powerful, but uh, 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 I, I like them both here. I, I'm going to pick uh, Hikaru Shida, uh, but uh, <laughs> really could go either way. Any prediction here, Joe? Um, I honestly have nothing yeah. on
1: these two, so I couldn't even give you a
0: prediction on this one. How about the Dark Order versus the Best Friends? I, I like the idea... The Dark The Dark Order comes out and orders the lights dark. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the Dark Order. Apparently I'm the only one that's put that together. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I like the most recent. Uh, I forget what it, if it was if it was uh uh I, one of the one of the YouTube shows they did a thing on the best friends and that was really good. Uh, just talking about why are we best friends? Why do we got to talk about why we're best friends? We just are. Lay off us, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Leave him alone, Chucky e. T, man. Yeah, and they do like the slow motion of them walking up and for, uh, going in for the big hug, and then the big Okada style zoom out with the with the hug. And so, uh, yeah, I like them talking shit about the minions. Like, why you got to bring all these minions with? Leave your minions at home and just let's do let's do two on two. So, I'm I'm rooting for best friends here. Uh, not into the Dark Order so Who's far. Who's in the Dark Order? It's uh, it, it was the Super Smash Brothers. Okay, so th- those two... oh,
1: so they did get finally get uh, cease and desist from Nintendo. Well, I just <laughs> I, I think
0: once they just once they signed from or signed for uh, for for all Elite, they probably just figured out right off the bat that they're probably not going to be able to do Super Smash Brothers. So uh, they went with they went with went with the Dark Order. So again, I'm not into it yet, but. Could go anyway, but I'm going best friends. What do you got?
1: I, I I love the best friends. I love my Chucky e. T. They got to take it. All right. Start and, up strong. And
0: again, they've, they've been building this up because Dark Order attacked best friends on a couple of these shows. Uh, they've been surrounding them with the minions, all that kind of shit. So uh, it's been building up to them, uh, the best friends, getting a little revenge on these guys. So uh, they're building that up. Another one that they've built up uh, uh, was Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. Versus Darby Allen, These three teamed up at, uh, I forget which one, if it was Fight for the Fallen or, or Fighter Fest. Uh, it was
1: Fighter Fest, I think.
0: Okay, so they teamed up uh, against uh, MJF and uh, Sean Spears and somebody else. Some guy. Some other guy. <laughs> and they didn't get along as a tag team, so now they're having a match three-way here. That's one thing I will say that that match with Cody Rhodes
1: versus Darby Allen mm-hmm. and the build-up to that was amazing. So like I'm really into the Darby Allen thing.
0: Yeah, and this is an interesting one here. Do you give Darby a win here to build him back up? Joey janela He's he's kind of an interesting guy. He just lost the match to John Moxley and then you got Jimmy Havoc who's just kind of been Wild a guy. Card. Just been a guy so far. So do you give, do you give him a win? Uh I'm going janela on this one. What do you think? I'm going that Jim Cornette is going to hate this match. Um but got I that right. <laughs>
1: But I'm actually gonna go Darby Allen. I feel like that match with Cody was like a showcase for him to show what he can do. Excellent. So give him that big push. Give him that win going into the you know you know TV shows and stuff like that. I think they they're gonna build a lot around his character.
0: Yeah, I like that. That'd be that'd be cool. Then the uh, big ladder match for the Triple A World Tag Team Championships: the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Uh, this is going to be a crazy, awesome, fucking match. But me and the rest of the internet is so tired of seeing these two teams wrestle each other because they've been just. I mean, maybe not you, but I, I don't know where. I get it. it. I, I'm, I honestly, I, I. This is one of the few times
1: I'll say fight forever. I literally <laughs> and literally mean it. It's I gonna could, be great. I could watch them fight. I, like, I I mean, I, I let's do this again even after this one. Let's go two out of three falls with these fuckers.
0: <laughs> I'm not there. I, 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 I need this to go away for a while after this. But, y- but I think it will just because, like, this has
1: been a good builder for AEW. Like, I mean, are Penta and Phoenix both signed? or is it like it's, a cross promotion thing? It's
0: either? really hard to say it. I think I'm pretty sure they are signed to AEW but they're defi- definitely allowed Not to locked. do do what they want in in uh in Mexico or whatever there's that AAA affiliation between AEW and uh and, So yeah, AAA, I mean so. you, I think
1: you'll get your break. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, honestly with the tag team tournament coming up, let's kind of focus on some other tag teams and and kind of see where the audience lines up and, Well, do you have any for this one, I'm trying to. Uh, I think I I forget now who won the last one in Mexico. I think the, the Lucha Brothers won again. I think they
1: won it back, didn't they?
0: Well, then they did this. They did the two six man matches with uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and the and the Lucha Brothers with. Uh, oh, I forget now. uh
1: I bet you it's Ha Ha Clinton Dix. It's not Ha Ha Clinton <laughs> Dix. It was uh,
0: Laredo Kid. I want to say was
1: that it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. That sounds familiar. So they
0: did the two six-mans where they went back and forth. So, but, uh, I believe so. But yeah, uh, Pentagon and Phoenix have the AAA championships right now. So do the Young Bucks get them back? Do they retain? I'm going to say, I'm going to say that the uh, Lucha brothers retain this part.
1: I think they're going to retain just on the fact that they, uh, one Triple H just isn't gonna want their titles like on their first opening show, whether they want to showcase it or not. Those are their titles, and it sounds like probably with the tournament, ooh, we're getting close. Uh, it sounds like with the tournament, we're probably gonna lead up to some tag team titles in AEW too. So it's like, do we really need those hanging around when we're gonna to try to showcase our own tag teams? Right.
0: Yeah, and I think they're, they'll even though the Young Bucks might lose here, I'm sure they'll be built back up in that tournament and then be a pushed act. As far as that goes, uh, Cody versus Sean Spears. Excellent job building this up. The chair shot to the head heard around the world. The, wow! The gimmicked chair sh- chair shot that got so much heat, but I think everybody's kind of okay with now. They because it- because
1: they got over it, and they had because they had to sit there and baby and baby feed these fucking people. <laughs> of like, look, we set it up. Yes, it looked bad. It's not as bad as you think,
0: and, and we're not going to be seeing headshots. Well, and everybody everybody's forgotten about it at this point because they've told such a great story, and it's such a great visual now that they're that they're using in in, in highlights and stuff. And now everybody wants to see Cody kick Sean Spears' ass. You got uh, 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 Tully Blanchard in, in Sean's corner, so now it's like you know the stipulation Cody can only have one guy in his one person in his corner uh, for the match. Is it going to be Brandy again? Is it going to be Bernard the Business Bear? Is it oh, going to be I'll bring back Bernard? <laughs> is it going to be Arn Anderson with the with the horseman connection there. That's a big uh speculation. That'd be fun. So that's the fun part here, and I, I want to see Cody win, but I'm going to predict Sean Spears in this one. I think they build up Sean Spears a little bit. Maybe he gets a, a big championship honor opportunity uh, come TV time. I think they're doing a, a, a world title defense on the second or third week of AEW TV, mm-hmm. so that might be a guy you could build up for that. So I'm going Sean Spears with the 10 gimmick.
1: I actually lo- I, I actually really like Sean Spears in this one too. You know, I was a big fan of the whole 10 gimmick. I really was but i'm loving this heel turn that they are having him do he's he's being slow he's being methodical like he's he's not that that excited you know pumped up dude anymore he's like he's really talking like like a heel wrestler and like really
0: interested to see what this match actually looks like him working a different kind of heel style mm-hmm. especially
1: against cody who who yeah. can rock a heel style and still be a baby face and no one would give a fuck
0: that's the other thing i like about what this company is doing is that like even though sean spears is definitely a heel in this situation cody is this kind of in between guy that and he's not a tweener per se but he's just he's just a guy he is himself but you depending on who he's in the ring with kind of dictates who you're rooting for. Like you're definitely rooting for Cody in this situation. But there were moments in the Darby Allen match where we're all rooting for Darby Allen. Yeah. Same thing you go back to the the Dustin and Cody match. That was kind of a, a back and forth. You didn't really know how to feel about it. And then Dustin's bleeding like a stuck pig all over the place and it's like come on Dustin you know so you're rooting for him. Well,
1: and I'm a big proponent of I I really love babyface on babyface, heel on heel matches. I love those kinds of setups, and I don't think they're utilized enough or properly, whereas if we're talking wins and losses actually counting here... I think that's going to make for some very fun and interesting matchups, especially
0: heel on heel. For sure. All right, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Big grudge match here. That They told this, another great story here with Mox coming in, attacking Kenny Omega after uh, his match with Chris Jericho. So uh, Omega on a bit of a streak here, losing to Jericho. Uh, now, now he's got the big match with Mox. Do you, does he lose here, or do you build Omega back up? This is this. I, I don't. It's
1: tough to call. On I this don't. Know,
0: one. I don't know which way they're going on this one at all. Uh, I really feel like Omega
1: again has his own, you know, prestige that he can lose this match and still be Kenny Omega and Mox, and it builds Moxley up just that little bit more. Because has Moxley faced Jericho? No because I think well, that, not, would, not that in, would be a not solid of- f- yeah but I think that would be a solid follow up to this match if Mox beats Omega he's just like I've already beat Omega now I need to beat the alpha you know
0: Right and that would be a natural way to go if Jericho wins the championship because Jericho attacked Moxley a little bit first before attacking Jericho uh, way back at double or nothing so you've got a natural story there. Another little story I just kind of noticed on here too in these top 3 matches. Uh Hangman versus Jericho, Omega versus Moxley, Cody versus Spears. You got former WWE guys as opponents uh you know as an adversary to an AEW guy. You could say you could count Cody I guess as a former WWE guy, but he feels like an indie guy. He feels like his own thing now. Right, right. And being an executive that he's... I think
1: we're down to a minute.
0: Something like that. Let me check here, make sure here. I think we might have... We got five. We got five. We We got got five. five. But again does AEW on one of, on you know their biggest show so far do they double down on AEW guys winning do they establish hey look we're not going to push old WWE guys or guys that uh, d- didn't do well in WWE we're going to go with our guys do they do that or do they I sadly hadn't thought about that but I don't
1: I don't like it either way because it's like uh, if the AEW guys just troll over the WWE guys, it, it's you know like it's a shot you know from AEW to the WWE that we're better. If you do it the other way, you're just gonna have a bunch of people bitching that WWE
0: guys are beating AEW. There's another no-win internet <laughs> troll situation. Well, and here's why nobody's talking about this. That's not the story they're telling. That's like what TNA used to always do. They would bring in the the former WWE what the fuck guy. is TNA? And. And, and, they, and, they, and they would always be, I was underutilized, I wasn't given the opportunities I should have been given, and then they'd push the former WWE guy and make their own guys look like a, b- a bunch of geeks and so <laughs> so do you, I, do you do they do that here, but they're not telling that story really.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's really going to matter who wins as long as the matches are good. We know the stories and buildups have been great for right. everything
0: Sean Spears is different than when he was in WWE. Moxley kind of told that story in podcasts when he left WWE, but now he's, he's his own guy he feels way different oh it's than, a completely different style so it doesn't feel like WWE versus AEW whereas the main event kind of does because with Jericho taking credit for the sellouts and being over the top and obnoxious about it and I'll talk about that in a second but what are you doing with Mox and and uh, and Omega here I gotta go Omega Omega I'm, needs a win
1: I'm gonna go Mox I really think that Mox is gonna they're building him up to be a serious contender at the top right away
0: all right, then main event: Chris Jericho versus Hangman Page. Everywhere I, all these different podcasts I listen to, everybody's picking Jericho. Everybody's saying Jericho's the star. Build around, or you know, have him have that belt on him to start with. And to me, well, I want to let you go first. Well, what that just think? sounds so damn WWE to push.
1: <laughs> you know, again, not saying that Jericho can't hack it. I mean, yes, he's not the Jericho of say even ten years ago, but he's he's a he like again he's completely changed his style he's changed his way in the ring even the way he's been talking in his promos like you said he's been talking major shit but like i would love to have adam page win this again build around that star build him up but the big argument is
0: is adam page ready
1: Absolutely. He was ready back when we were talking about him being a major, he's going to be a major star in Ring of Honor. You know, we were talking, he's, this guy's going to be huge. That was years ago already. Well, it was like a year ago. He's, he's
0: ready. I, I think, I, I think he's ready too. Um, and I think it's almost a no brainer to me. Because in that building, with all those fans there, all of the people that have been following this, because this isn't the casual audience. This is the AEW audience that is following this product and is passionate about this product. We know who Adam Page is. We know Adam Page is a star, and it's time to make him look like a star against an established superstar like Chris Jericho. I think week one, if you go to TV and dad bod chris jericho is your champion i think that sends a wrong message but if you have a young up-and-coming guy that people don't know yet but he's got some fucking swagger he's got that belt on his shoulder he's got an awesome bolo tie and he comes out and he fucking whoops ass i think that's gonna that's gonna establish something well, else and again think think about he can wcw talk too.
1: think about wcw what did they do? They just took old WWF stars and made them champion in WCW. And then eventually it just fails. It just falters because you don't give a shit about these guys anymore. You want something new. You want fresh. And again, well, exactly that's right. the entire point of AEW. We want new, we want fresh, and we want wrestling. We don't want you know hour-long fucking promos and shit like that unless they're decently done
0: <laughs> not wwe written yep yep well we got no time to get into the uh the aaw Jim Lynham memorial tournament but That's i'm okay i'm gonna That's be okay. into it i'm gonna be watching it i'm gonna be excited uh it's gonna be a lot of fun but we do have to before we get out of here get to the kojima tweet now it's time for the satoshi kojima tweet of the week Oh, man. Again, <clears throat> I had to go back a little ways to find a tweet from Kojima. <coughs> oh, holy cow.
1: You just a- got to translate them bitches.
0: I, I, I choked. Well, I found one, so we're good. Oh, that's it. That's all, all we have right, time sorry. for. All right, that's it. No, we'll do the tweet. We'll do the tweet. We're already here. Hello, Tokyo is raining. If it rains and your body cools, eat warm bread, baby. <laughs> So that's Kojima in the rain. I'm really loving the babies. Yes, yes. So uh, let's get out of here, shall we? Whoops, I hit the wrong. That's all right. We'll bump out with the Robocop theme today. Sounds good to me. <laughs>
1: Lover of uh,
0: You can follow this show uh, at My Liver Podcast and at SMTLP Podcast. SMTL Podcast. I don't know. L- social media links are in the description. Uh, I don't know why you'd want to follow any of those. We never tweet anything anyway. Uh, Joe, where can people follow you? Hey, yeah, you can follow
1: me at Joe SMTLP. I'm still looking at my phone for that. I can remember. <laughs>
0: I can remember my old one, but I can't remember this one. All right, uh, uh, Taco is at h g r e v Taco. I'm at Tommy Striker, spell Striker with a Y. That's gonna do it. Sixty minutes up. Bye. Vote Team Joe. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about all the things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. including mm. including the uh, mm-hmm. the great beard race of 2019 slash 2020. It is a great beard race. It is. All right. It's well, upsetting, but. This is probably not a good Easter egg. I probably I better not post this. Yeah, probably not. <laughs>